brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Three, two, one, zero. Hello, welcome to... Episode 169, coming to terms with your debt. Hey, Money Clan, a very warm welcome to the Chain of Wealth podcast. I'm your host, Dennis O'Brien. And I'm Katie Walsh. So Katie, critically important topic that we're covering today. And I think it's something that a lot of people really look over. Yeah, Dan, coming to terms with your debt is tough. And I think that you have to, at least for me, I had to kind of mentally prepare before I was ready to take hold of how much debt I had and actually do something about it. Right. You know, it it definitely is something that you have to do. And I honestly think that the worst thing people can do is wait too long to do the step because the sooner you actually realize how much debt you're in, the sooner you can start really figuring it out and taking that next step and start moving towards being debt-free. Yeah, I have to agree. The ostrich method is definitely not the way you want to do it. (laughs) What, sticking your head in the ground? Yes. (laughs) Yeah, no, you're totally right. So just before we dive right into today's episode, if you guys haven't already, we'd love if you joined our Facebook community. Head on over to chainofwealth.com slash group. We'd love if you joined and come and say hi. All right, Kate, you ready to dive right in? Yes. Fantastic. Let's start. Welcome to Chain of Wealth. Here's your host, Dennis, inspiring you to begin your journey of financial freedom. All right, Kate, so a critically important topic and something that I'm really passionate about, and that's helping people sort of try and figure out exactly how much debt they're in. And I know that sounds like a weird thing to say, But I think that once people have had that realization, they can start making the next steps and they can really start conquering their financial future. I agree. It does sound like a pretty weird passion to have. But I have to jump right in that boat with you because I get really fired up when people start confiding in me their debt problems or what they're not sure of what to do or how do you do this or how do you do that. And it's a new passion for me because... Two and a half years ago, I would have been like, I don't know what you do. Like, sorry. 
And now it's like, oh no, but you can do this and you can do this. And here's an idea for that. And tell me more. And, you know, here are all these resources that I can try to help recommend to help get you out of debt. Yeah, no, totally agree with you. So if you guys don't know already that we do actually have a debt destruction course that we're in the middle of sort of finalizing and trying to get ready for everyone. But sort of to get that ready for everyone, we are actually doing a scholarship program. So if you guys are interested in the scholarship program, you can head on over to chainofwealth.com slash debt course. Sort of explaining on that. So one of the people, well, actually more than one, like a few of the people that have applied for this, they have said that they're too scared to add up their debts. And, you know, My like- heart I, breaks. Look, so does mine. But the thing is that like, you can't just ignore it, you know? And mm-hmm. ignoring it is probably the worst thing that you could possibly do because if you ignore it, you don't realize how much interest is adding up. And, mm-hmm. you know, like this is really one of the first fundamental steps of our course. And that's really like they're coming to terms with how much debt you have. And I really think that if you are, you know, like able to sort of get over the mental aspect and really sort of take it by the horns, you can really try and figure out where you're at and what you can do about it. Well, and then adding up that debt initially is the hardest part. The paying it off and having to be consistent and everything, that is hard. But at least when you're making those payments, you are focused and you know what you're doing and you know what you're accomplishing. I want to say that it's the fear of the unknown when you're adding it up because you're putting all these numbers down and... I don't know what's going to come out at the end of it, but it does not look good for me. Yeah, I no, totally agree. And Kate, I'd like to sort of take our listeners back to those early days when, you know, you and I went through this exact same exercise, like before Chain of Wealth, before any of this, you mm-hmm. know, like we kind of did a debt realization and we, we came up with a debt payoff plan for Kate. But before that, like what was sort of going through your mind? So Kate had recently moved up from Florida to Virginia and the bill started rolling in. So we have mentioned this a few times before. I want to paint the picture very clearly, though. Okay. So I was very stable feeling, at least in Florida. I had just bought my own home. I had been at my school for a long time. I had family around and I thought I was good with money. I had an emergency fund. I contributed to my 401k and, you know, all my retirement accounts. So I thought that I was on the straight and narrow. Like I didn't consider myself bad with money. So then I moved up to Virginia and I only knew Dennis and I didn't have a job. And if you've ever moved in with a boyfriend or a girlfriend, like you're still in that kind of like great things are, everything's great. And you know, there's so much fun. And then all of a sudden it was like a truck hit me and the bills started coming in and we had a great relationship, but I don't think you're quite prepared for how many came. Yeah. I mean, Because like, you knew I had a student loan. Yeah. Like I, I was kind of aware that debts existed. I just didn't know any numbers. So basically what happened, we were coming home from dinner or something one night and we had to walk by the mailbox and for a while at that point I had had this like anxiety feeling whenever I went to check the mail nothing good ever came out of the mail for me 
and you wanted to go check and it turned into not an argument, but like a stern conversation between the two of us, like in the middle of the lobby, like right by the elevators. Remember? Yep. And I said, forget about the mail. It's fine. And then you wanted to check the mail. And then it was that back and forth thing. And then when the mail came, it was, I had a Fed loan. I think I had two things from Fed loan. Uh, Car payment bill, my mortgage bill, and I had a small medical bill. And the questions from you just started rolling in. And I think I was feeling ashamed and I didn't have the answers. Right. So we ended up going upstairs and I fired up Excel and mm. I Which asked immediately you, gave me a headache. <laughs> I asked you for your information though and sort of taking that process of looking through all those bills and seeing your outstanding balance and sort of adding them all up and figuring out the interest rates and the payment terms and stuff like that. And once we went through that whole process, we came down to your number. You mean up to my number? We came up to your number. Because it was a very high number. It was about $200,000 worth of debt. And none of it was going to the mall credit card debt or going to Europe kind of debt. It was regular run-of-the-mill debt, really. It was my student loan. It was my mortgage. It was my car payment. And all that added together was about $200,000 worth of debt. So what went through your mind when you realized how much it was? Oh, my God. All I remember from that night is feeling ashamed and crying and just panic-stricken and horrifically embarrassed. Yeah. It was awful. It's a very empty feeling. And, you know, like, it's a very sobering feeling as well when you kind of realize that that's money you owe other people, Mm -hmm. you know, and that needs to get paid. Well, and like I said, I didn't consider myself bad with money. So the fact that I managed to get myself into such a hole, it must be very easy for people to fall into this kind of debt because like, I don't have a shopping problem. Yeah. You're actually really good. Like you don't abuse your credit card. You never like rank up any ridiculous, like frivolous expenditure. You basically buy what you need to eat and that's it. Yeah, well, we've talked about it a lot. I am a foodie. I spend money on food. So when I think about my girlfriends from high school, college, work, who just go and spend money constantly, it made me wonder what other people's financial lives were actually like. Because everybody that I hung out with, we all kind of commiserated at the fact that we were all broke. Yeah, no, you're 100% right. And Kate, just to talk to how broke people really are, 63% of Americans can't pay for a $1,000 emergency. That is terrifying. It's a terrifying number. And if you think about that, 63%. So more than half the people in whatever room you're in right now listening to this podcast, more than half the people can't put together $1,000 for an emergency. And you may be one of those people listening to this podcast. And that's okay if you are. Yeah. You know, like it's 100% okay, but 
the reason people don't have money is because they're in debt. Mm-hmm. And because they're in debt, they end up paying a huge amount of money in interest. And because they're sort of just like scraping the bottom of the barrel and trying to, you know, just like live their life and they're not really focusing on their debts, what they end up doing is paying significantly more money over a long period of time because they don't focus on paying off their debts. And to give people an idea as to one example, and it's probably my favorite example, is your student loan. Mm -hmm. So your student loan was basically, um, it's obviously, we spoke about it earlier, it's with FedLoan, but it was said to be paid off over 20 years. Mm -hmm. And if you paid it off over 20 years, you would have paid 87% more than the value of your loan. That is so, sickening. So you had a $38,000 loan. So you were looking roughly at about $67,000 for your actual repayments if you stuck to those 20 years. And if you think about that, it's scary really. Like you would almost have paid off two loans instead of just paying off one because just because of the plan you were on. And, you know, like while it, it sounds great to make minimum payments and to defer and everything else like that, the only person that you're really helping is your is the creditor, whoever you owe money to, because you're going to pay them more money. So debt is something you really, really need to get a handle on. And I want to just touch base on that a bit then, because you talked about most people don't have $1,000 saved up. And I 100% get it. It's tough. I remember when I was just moving into my new house and I would sit down and I tried to make out a kind of budget and more of, it wasn't really a budget. It was more when I'm going to pay each bill with what paycheck. Right. And I had so much debt that many times in the month I came up negative. Yeah. And between my car payment and I would have to pay like half my car payment with one check and then half of it with another. When your car payment is that high, it is not a good feeling. Yeah. And in order to avoid going into massive credit card debt, I ended up having to get a roommate. One of the reasons I wanted to buy my own house was so I didn't have to do the moving and the roommate thing and everything. So it was not a great feeling, but it was when you're in situations like that, you have to do what you have to do in order to be able to get by. Yeah, no, and I totally agree, Kate. And that's one of the big building blocks of our decals that we're putting together is finding these strategies that are going to help you overcome that feeling of, I'm not going to be able to make this payment. And we really teach you guys how to dive into different strategies and stuff to really get yourself to a point where it's not a problem making that payment. In fact, you're starting to make extra payments mm-hmm. and you're starting to really get your money under control. And, you know, like we really are trying to make this course super, super thorough and make sure that we teach you guys not only about, you know, like debt payoff, but also other skills like budgeting and like how you should be planning your money and things like that. And, and I really think that if people go into this course and they follow it through and they've create their debt action plan and they stick to it, they will 100% meet their goal of terms of when they want to pay it off. If they are set and dedicated and you're a perfect point in example, like you said you wanted to be debt-free in three years and mm-hmm. you ended up meeting your goal in less than two years. Right. So it just goes to show what's powerful if you do follow the process and having gone through it together, we know exactly what's important. We know exactly what you need to focus on 
And we really are trying to help people figure out the next steps. So just on that note, if you guys are interested, we are looking for people to give scholarships to. So head on over to chainofwealth.com slash course. We'd love to hear your debt story. We want to know how much money you want to pay back. And we're only going to be selecting the first five people that really give us a good story and let us know what's happening and everything else. So definitely be sure to apply chainofwealth.com slash debt course. Yeah. And then I just want to touch a little bit too, because if you're sitting listening and you're 25, 30, 35, and you have so much debt that you're afraid to check it, like we've mentioned before, it's really only going to get worse because the interest is going to accrue. But you have your whole life that you have to live and you don't want to spend your whole life having to pay off that debt. Like I would have been paying off my student loan until I think one foot would have been in the grave. Basically, I would have been old. Yeah. And that is something that I thought that I had come to terms with. I always thought that I was going to be paying my student loan. I used to actually joke with people. I'd be paying my student loan until I died. I never actually calculated it that I actually would be. But it's such a nice feeling when you don't have to worry about making those payments anymore. Yeah. So, yeah, I think this has been a really great episode, Kate. I really hope that you guys listening have taken a huge amount away from this and really realize that you can conquer your debts and you can make whatever you want to make possible and make your mm-hmm. dreams a reality. For sure. And points in case, we managed to do it and we want to teach you guys how to do it too. So I think that's all I have for today. Unless you've got anything else? Nope. If we can do it, you can definitely do it. Yeah. So we'll catch you guys next time. We are doing a big focus on debt at the moment. So look forward to a couple of our future Thursday episodes where we're going to be doing deep dives into more debt topics. We'll catch you guys next time. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.